Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. It's bigger than absolutely everything. You better remind yourself that daily, especially when the enemy is calling God a liar. Because when he's talking to you, telling you that promises are not going to manifest, then guess what's happening? He's calling God a liar. Let's get a little bit of testimony in today. Um, I need to share a story with you. So a lady um, a week or two ago, a couple of weeks ago, had called me and we were just talking and she well, she sent me a text and she said, there's a friend of mine, actually. A lot of times I don't, I protect the autonomy of the person um, and sharing their story. And she, a couple of weeks ago, she texted me and just like, like, my husband lost his job. She's like, but I'm not getting ready to be moved. And they had already been experiencing some things financially. And we just kind of went back and forth and esteemed each other and just kind of built up the word of God, spoke to each other in Psalms, the things that we're supposed to do in the word. And as we were just sharing back and forth, the Holy Spirit was revealing some things to us. And the Lord had shared with her, you know, he's going to be restored to his job. And I promise you, not even a week later, even though they were trying to, with everything in them, um, present a situation like he was getting ready to be out of a job, God walked in his favor and, and favor walked before him and God restored his job not even a week later. And so even though the situation looked impossible, what I say, but Jesus was on the scene and restored. Then And then one of the things she and I began to declare together was, does she be restored? And that everything that the enemy stole from her be restored unto her. And when I tell you God does such a thing, yesterday she was texting me. She was like, how about... I got blessed with brand new living room furniture, things that she needed. How about I got blessed with a new mattress? And God is not just about things, but he is about restoring us. He is about providing for us. He is about re- making sure we get our needs met. He is about being the God of truth. He is not a liar. He is a yes and an amen. And I just, you just have to take a moment and just bless God and thank God for her and for yourself. That's how powerful and amazing God is. But I have to tell you her steadfastness, her ability um, to move and press in, her ability to push, her ability to touch the hem of his garment. I told you it's faith that activates God. It's faith that moves God. It's faith that gets God attention. And so her ability to just activate and press in and not try to do things on her own. And I'm not saying she was perfect in this because a lot of times when we hear another person's testimony, we're over there like, well, they must have had it all together. I'm not telling you she had it all together. What I'm telling you is she, her faith pressed into God and because her faith pressed into God and you have to know her whole testimony. She's been through so much lately. And every time it seemed like the devil threw her a one-two punch, Man, she got back up and threw him a one-two punch in praise. And I know that our praise and our prayer and all is working together for our good. And so it's for us to be steadfast in it. I'm going to share a few things with you this morning. I hope that's going to help you. We're still in the Grave Robber series. 
Jesus is on the scene, taking back everything that the enemy stole from us. I was meditating on what happened with the Lazarus the other day. And I was like, Lazarus, it, this thing, like everything was dead with Lazarus. My God. And I'm pretty sure there's some situations and, and some people where it seems like everything dead has everything in your life has been dead. Your money dead. Your relationships dead. Your purpose doesn't look like it's coming alive. But Jesus, but Jesus is on the scene. But Jesus is on the scene and he is willing, able, abundantly to do absolutely everything that you need. Just stay connected to the power. And when the enemy is lying to you and the enemy is trying to tell you God isn't thinking of you and God isn't loving you, you remind him of his word. You prophesy to your own situation. You bring it back before God and say, uh-uh-uh, I am God, I am the seed of Abraham. You promised me these things. You become God's secretary and remind God even of what he said in his word. And then you activate the word of God because remember the angels respond to the word of God, but do not try to do this in your own strength. Do not try to rely on your own method. Can I tell you something? It's not enough for you to have mental ascension. Do you know what I mean about mental ascension? I'm really going to teach that one day. Mental ascension. Mental ascension is just having a, a parrot type mentality, my God, where you mock the word of God, but you really don't understand what you're saying. Man, man, I can go on. Mental ascension is where you mock the word of God, but you have absolutely no revelation, no heart knowledge, no oomph about what you're saying. You're just, you are just parroting. See, parrots give you the idea that they can understand the English language, but a parrot cannot understand the English language. They really merely just mock a lot of what we're saying. So we don't want to be just mockers or mimicking or just have mental ascension. We want divine revelation of the word that's going to end up in manifestation. If y'all let me, my, I know Jeanette, I know Jeanette. When I got the revelation of this, I was like, my God, we don't want just mental. That's why I always tell you, I can discern a lot of times and you should be able to the weight of words. It's not enough to just mock the word of God, just to say what the word of God says. You have to have revelation. Revelation is going to move your heart to act in what the word of God is saying. Y'all let me do just a couple of announcements. Do me a favor. If this is your first time logging on, or even if not, make sure you follow and subscribe everywhere at Just Being LMJ. Go to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, and add it. Put subscription notice, go back and get all the older videos. Jess is going to be working, pulling all the old videos on Facebook over the next couple of weeks. And so those old videos will just be on YouTube. And I want you to be able to go and come, come back and get that. So definitely do that. And then ladies, guess what? Tonight is Tonight is Bible study, and we will have Bible study at 6 p.m. at Guillermo's Coffee Shop. And for those of you that are not locally, we do go live. We'll be live in our special group, Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study Group. We go live at 6 p.m. We also save that book video. We are in a book called The Heart of a Servant, and we are on chapter eight. And God has just been leading us to, to look like what Jesus looks like and to develop our heart to be able to serve 
the people of God. I love y'all. People are on here like, wait a minute now. That's a word right there. That's a word right there. Hey, y'all don't forget, Monday through Friday, Rejoice Network, rejoicethelittlerock.org is an amazing station that uh, provides you the same gospel you've been listening to. You can listen to it right live online. A lot of times I've been staying over and on Rejoice and we're informing you and talking about local and national news. And I just love JC and hanging out with him and sharing the word of God. Do me a favor, y'all. Go share the video right now. Put the video in someone's else, someone else's hand. Let someone experience the word of God with you this morning. Let me do a couple of shout outs this morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, Tammy Burris. Hey, Paula Cheney. Hey, I see my eye. I see Jillian over there. How y'all doing this morning on Instagram? Hey, YouTube family. I'll see y'all a little bit later. And of course, my anchor family. I thank y'all this morning. Good up. Uh, good morning, Vanessa Bunkerner. Hey, Sharon Oglesby. What's up, Olive? How y'all doing out there in the world? Hey, y'all. Hey, I am a Southern girl as well. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, Katina. I see y'all inviting new people in. Thank y'all for inviting new people in. I appreciate you. Brandy Clark Hill. I want to tell you something, woman of God. I want to speak a word in your life this morning. You will prevail. You will prevail. Come on, Holy Spirit. I love you. You will prevail. You will come into the fullness of everything that God said you would. Just keep pressing forward. Just keep moving. Just keep moving and watch God do, woman of God. You're going to have a testimony for the ages. You're going to have a testimony for the ages. You're going to have a testimony to be able to share for the ages. And I cannot wait to hear this story. All right. So we were talking about, we've been talking about the woman with the issue of blood. We talked about Lazarus. We're going to get into the woman at the well, but there's always, I love how God pauses me to bring in revelation, to tie all of this together. And so this morning we are going to third John, right? And we are going to the second verse and John is talking. And so I want you to, um, mm, Oh, that's good. That, that's good. Ronald Perry said, it's how you know that you are not because you do not want to do it. Your heart is inclined to be genuine. That's good. When we get revelation of something, it's really Jesus coming into us and taking over us and us walking out what he said. And that's something I'm going to share with you actually this morning. Let me pray and get started. And then we'll do Bill Winston's confession at the end. We're going to confess our Bill Winston confession at the end. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word this morning. We thank you. We are rightly dividing the word of God. We thank you, Father God, for revelation knowledge, Lord God. Revelation knowledge, Lord God, that we are steadfast, unmovable. Father God, we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God. We are getting wisdom that comes from above, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we are not trusting in ourselves, but we are trusting in you. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing this morning, one that destroys the yokes of bondage of sickness and disease. We thank you, Father God, my God, that you are the repairer of our soul. We thank you, Father God, you are the repairer of our soul. And we just invite you in today to give us wisdom, to give us knowledge, understanding, Father God. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is working in us. 
that you are dealing with our soul hurts, that you are dealing with the places in us that do not align with you. We thank you for a fresh wind blowing. We thank you for a fresh anointing, Lord God, encumbrance. I need to look up the word. We thank you for a fresh anointing this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, your will is being done on earth as it is in heaven. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, my God. Thank you for divine impartation. Thank you for miracle signs and wonders activated and happening in this place right now in Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I need to look something up right now. Give me a second. Let me look something up. Encumbrance, a burden or an impediment, a hindrance, an obstruction, an ob obstacle, an impediment, a restraint, a constraint, a handicap. Hmm. Wow. Dependent upon archaic terms, a person, especially a child who is dependent on someone else for support. So we are to be an encumbrance to Christ, but nothing should be an, a burden or an impediment, a hindrance, a nuisance, a disadvantage in our life. So anytime we are dealing with sickness or disease or lack, it is an encumbrance. It's a burden. It's an impediment. And it is not supposed to be in our life. And I know why this word came for. Um, I'm going to tell you um, the gifts manifest. I need you to understand this without all the hi, yeah, 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 yeah. And I felt healing come in. I felt healing come in. I felt angelic hosts. I felt the presence of the Holy Ghost. I always feel it in my spirit right here. I feel healing coming in. So if there is something in your body, my God, that is not aligning with the word of God, just reach out into the atmosphere. Just take a moment by faith and just simply say, Father, I receive your healing for my life or spirit, soul, and body. That's even my mental ascent. I receive your healing by faith right now. And I thank you that every fiber, every tissue, and every cell aligns exactly with what the word of God said. You are already bruised for our iniquity. You are already chastised for our peace. And by your stripes, we are healed. I felt it. I felt healing come in. I promise you I did. And so I hope you just receive, if it's mental health, you receive that. If it's physical health, you receive that. But that you receive the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not some feeling. It's a supernatural thing. And I felt when I was praying, healing is on the scene. So you just thank God, begin to thank him, begin to tap into that, begin to lose yourself into that and receive your healing right now. Take it out, take it, put it in your mouth and speak it into the atmosphere and declare and receive that healing by faith, spirit, soul, and body in Jesus name. My God, I love the way God comes on the scene and does what he needs to do. I promise you encumbrance, we should not be a be in a burden or an impediment. That is not our lifestyle. That is not how God wants us. 
That is not what we're supposed to receive. And a lot of times we receive into our life and we speak into our spirit because we aren't operating in true revelation, because we aren't walking in the fullness of what God called us to be. And so we're meditating today and it ties right into, and I know how God does as we're transitioning into another heroine or another great story or another revelation in the Bible. I love how God pauses with these moments. So three John and two, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation version. It says, dear friend, I hope all is well with you. And he is talking to Gaius, his friend that he loves in truth. And this is John, but there is some power in this. It says, dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as, as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. And in another version of this, it says, I wish that you shall prosper above all things. And that's what I titled the message today. Above all things, I wish that you shall prosper as your soul shall prosper, that your soul shall be prospering as you, as you, you should be prospering as your soul is prospering. And so I started meditating on this this morning and asking the Holy Spirit and the Lord to give you revel give me revelation. And he was simply showing me how physical health is so important to us fulfilling our destiny, how mental health is so important to us for fulfilling our destiny. Those things are so important to us fulfilling our destiny. You can't be as effective for God, if you're out of energy, if you're tired, if you're feeling bad all the time. And so one, I tell you all the time, we have to do what we need to do in the natural, which is take care of our physical body. And sometimes sickness comes upon us and it's not explained. It's not explainable. We've done all the right things. We don't get why it's happened. And it comes above on a, upon our body. And that's cool. But you have to stand strong and fight the good fight of faith and remember your righteousness. A lot of times, because we don't understand our righteousness, we don't hold on to the above all. So I need to remind you of something. We are three parts. We are spirit, soul. We are body, right? Our spirit is already aligned with the spirit. It's our soul. My God, it's our soul a lot of time that interferes with the process. When we're born, our soul gets things attached to it. Remind, I, I wear a lot of black, like black is a lot of my favorite color. So imagine when you're wearing black clothes and a towel or something like white or something you rub against gets on your black. That's what happens with our soul. Things get attached to our soul along the way. And I think maybe last year or so, I taught about soul hurts, when things hurt in your soul. And what happens is when things get attached to our soul, um, our soul is hindered, our soul is hurting, our soul is damaged, our soul has been damaged by words, our soul has been damaged by the things of this world. Uh, physically, we've been hurt. I went and visited with a friend of mine who has been fighting for a long time for health. And I just started sharing with her some of the things that she needed to do mentally to put herself back in the place because her soul had been wounded during this illness. And she was honest. That's why I tell you it's, it's important for you to be honest, genuine, and forthcoming in this process. And so you, this is how your righteousness 
correlates with this thing. You have to understand your righteousness. You have to understand that your soul will interfere with the process of your spirit sending the signals and saying to you, this is what the word says about the thing. The soul is the thing that interferes a lot of time with what we're supposed to be spiritually, because in that we have our own ideas. We have our deep seated belief system. We've allowed things to get into our heart. And so John was saying to Gaius, he said, look, look, I need you as your soul is prospering. And I'm saying to you today, look, as you're spending more time in the word, I need you to operate in revelation and not just mental ascension. I need you to get revelation. That's why I keep saying, don't move too fast. Um, don't try to chew on too much. Small spice bites still equal a meal. I need you to get into this word and let this word get in you so that the mind of Christ can be in you so that you can operate outside of the soulish realm. And my God, the Holy Spirit is present and operate in the spiritual realm and receive what you need. Um, life becomes hard when we're operating within the soulish realm. And so John was saying to Gaius, as your soul becomes stronger in the word, as you're being plucked out of this world's thoughts and this world's way of thinking and your hurts and your soul is being healed, I should begin to see you spiritually prosper. I should begin to see you spiritually grow. I told you, if you're not evolving every three months, if you're not changing, if your mind is not getting stronger, if you're not getting built up and encouraged in faith, if you're not walking in more integrity, if you're not walking in more character, can I tell you something financially? Um, when we start looking for our finances to align with the word of God, it's because we're acting in the kingdom principles. We're tithing, we're sowing, um, we're not getting into debt. We're not emotionally moved. We're not um, buying things we have no business being. And our savings accounts aren't lining up. We're not spending money on things. I, I, I'm just telling you, because as your soul is being healed with right spiritual thinking, then what you begin to do is operate as Christ operated, lived as live as Christ lived. You're not going to continue to mistreat people. You're not. It's very hard for me to talk about people. I made a fa personal Facebook post the other day with Mickey Mouse whistling yesterday. And I said, keep your mouth off everybody. These are the things that I was telling myself. Mind your own business. Stay in your own lane. Kingdom is as kingdom done. Is as kingdom does. Focus. And I'm saying this to you this morning. This is what John is saying to Gaius. Hey, I want you to be prospering. I hope you're well. I hope your body is strong in spirit. I want you to be prospering as your soul is prospering, as you're yearning the things of God, as you're moving towards the things of God, then things should start lining up for you spiritually. If things are not lining up for you spiritually, then what you need to be asking yourself is what happened with the when the woman of the issue of blood pressed in in faith, faith, my God, things lined up for her spiritually. And Jesus said, woman, you are whole. Now go and live whole. Basically, that's where he told her. Now go and live whole. That's why I'm saying to you, it's got to be more than mimicking. It's got to be more than, it's got to be more than 
mental ascension. It's got to be revelation in your heart that you're living out daily. And if you're just taking the word in daily and your life is not manifesting that, then that's mental ascension. That's not revelation. Revelation produces a result called manifestation. Manifestation produces a result of fruit. If fruit is evident in your life, then I can eat off your tree. You're not as mean. You're not as callous. You're not as condescending. You're not as haughty. You're not as prideful. If you got a revelation of the word in you, it changes how you live and it deals with those soul hurts. You're not going to continue to live. You're not going to continue to blame people. You're not going to continue to cuss people out. You're not going to act ugly. You're not going to spend your money any kind of way. You're not going to justify your spending. As a matter of fact, you're going to start pursuing the word of God. You're going to yearn. Can I tell you something? When you begin to pursue Jesus like that and pursue the word of God like that, he'll begin to inhabit. My God, he inhabits the praises of his people. So you got to know what the word says. He'll begin to habit, become habit. The habitation will occur. He'll begin to be within you, in your spirit, in your room, in your circumstances. And then when you get revelation, those that are connected, connected to you will see revelation manifesting in your life. And they'll be saying, hold up. Come on. Come on, Tammy Burst. You'll be standing on solid ground. This is a solid ground. That's where how solid ground comes. So God, so here John is saying, and I'm saying to you that today, dear friend on coffee and conversation, dear friend, I'm saying to you, as your soul is prospering, you should be prospering. And if you're not prospering, what you need to begin to ask yourself is, is my soul really prospering in this area? Am I growing? Am I healing? Am I getting better? Am I just lying to myself? Am I still comparing myself to others? Am I still things that God has been teaching us? That's why I said, if some of y'all are just getting connected to Coffee and Conversations, this whole year has been off the chain. All last year, God was just dropping nuggets and truth and wisdom. Go back a year and just start getting the word and what he was putting into us and developing us and grooming us, especially since January. Go back and get that word. So I'm telling you, if it's getting inside of you, then the transformation should be happening in you and around you. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to become effective and affect those people connected to you and everything around you connected to you begin to grow. Guess what? That's kingdom, baby. <laughs> guess what? That's kingdom. That's what kingdom, that's what kingdom living is. Christ preached kingdom. He did not. He preached kingdom and how to live kingdom. Well, that's it for today. I hope you stand still on that. I hope you understand and take that and say, wait a minute. My finances are not prospering. Is my soul really prospering in this area? If my health is not prospering, is my soul really prospering in this area? What am I saying about my health? What am I saying about my finances? And am I adding practical application? You can't be asking God to heal you from diabetes and you're still on sugar overload or you're doing all these things that don't line up. You can't be asking God to bless you in your finances and you won't operate in kingdom principles like tithing and sowing and being consistent. You can't, ask, you can't believe that God is working and you're not getting enough word in you. You got to pursue the word of God. Can I tell you something? If you actively pursue the God, word of God, guess what happens? Then God and God will turn around and begin to pursue you like crazy. Can we go ahead and get our confession in for today? Can we get that in today so we can get out of here and I can make way 
for JC love. Let's get our confession. Remember, confession establishes a thing. And if you don't have this confession, you can get this confession um, through email. Subscribe to LakeishaMJohnson.com. It says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. I'm the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won in which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, because you don't have revelation of something doesn't mean you don't keep saying it. <laughs> don't, don't keep, you keep saying it. Keep saying it till you believe it. Keep saying it until it pops. It'll kind of pop in you and you'll be like, oh, that's what the word meant by that. Guess what? I love y'all. I love you so much. I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite someone in. I don't care. Tell them, get in. You need to get on this teaching. Remember, back to January. If you haven't been on, go back to January. And Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.